All right, Alexander, let's uh, talk about the MQ-9 Reaper drone that was uh, brought down over the Black Sea uh, the other day. Two different narratives, narrative from the U.S., a narrative from Russia as to what happened. And uh, we have a Reaper drone flying over a war zone over the Black Sea. This is a drone that the U.S., military, the Pentagon, stated many times over the, uh, over the years, this conflict continues, that they would not supply Ukraine with these drones out of fear that these drones would get shot down and that Russia would, uh, would grab one of these drones and reverse engineer it and understand the drone tech. But here we are with a U.S. drone located thousands and thousands of miles away from the U.S. And what was it doing so close to... Uh, to Crimea, I think we all know what what it was up to. But uh, the question is, uh, I think the big question is, what happens now? What uh, how is how are they going to use this this incident, the the collective West NATO, the U.S. mainstream media? How are they going to use this incident to uh, to escalate further, or if they're going to use this incident to escalate further? I've already seen Lindsey Graham come out with comments saying that because the U.S shot down this trip because uh, Russia uh, took down this drone, shot down this drone. As Lindsey Graham says, uh, Russia didn't shoot down the drone, but because they, they did this, then the U.S. has to escalate and give F-16s and give more weapons and more money and shoot down Russian planes and all of this stuff. So that's the situation with this drone. I mean, you're absolutely right about Lindsey Graham. I was just listening to him shortly before the program and it's exactly what you would expect to come from a person like that. Now, the first thing to say about this is I think you've actually summarised the situation in the lead-up to the, sh to the loss, let's say the loss of this drone, extremely well. Now, firstly, um, the US says this drone was flying over international waters. Well, maybe it was, but there's no doubt at, at all it was participating in this conflict. It was involved in getting information about Russian military installations in Crimea, specifically in Sevastopol, which is, as we know, the big Russian naval base in uh, uh, the, the Black Sea. Uh, there's been all sorts of talk over the last few weeks and months about a Ukrainian counteroffensive aimed ultimately at recapturing Crimea. Many people in the United States think that's a bad idea, but for the moment, that's the plan. Um, there's been drone attacks on Crimea. There's been attempts at um, missile attacks, apparently, on Crimea as well. There was a bomb attack on the Kerch Bridge. This is very much a war zone. The United States is clearly actively supporting Ukraine. That Reaper drone, as you correctly said, thousands and thousands of miles from U.S. territory, what it was clearly doing was tracking what the Russians are doing in Crimea, gaining information about Russian air defences, Russian uh, military installations, and passing it on to Ukraine. And it might have been under, over international waters, but given that it was, in effect, engaged in assisting Ukraine, I'm not an expert in this area of the law, international war crimes law and war, uh, uh, law of you know, war. But I strongly suspect that if the Russians 
did bring down this drone intentionally, as, by the way, to anticipate, I am sure they did. I think they have a very strong case indeed, because a drone that is hovering close to military installations and supplying information to a belligerent party in order to attack those installations, it seems to me is a legitimate target. So I, I think I want to make that point, and I want to say that clearly now, because, of course, Lindsey Graham and people like him don't want to acknowledge that reality. But that seems to me to be the case, and I'm sure that if the roles had been reversed, if it had been Russian insta uh, American installations that would be monitored by a Russian drone, and the United States acted to bring that Russian down, drone down, well, that precise point that I've been making would also have been made. So I think that's the first thing to say. Second thing is, I have no doubt at all that however it was done, this drone was brought down on purpose. In other words, the Russians managed to bring it down. Um, there's all sorts of stories about how it was done. The US says it was done by, you know, interfering with its propeller or dropping fuel over it. The Russians say it was done by very intense exercises, but I doesn't seem it was shot down with a missile, but it does seem as if it, to me, as if it was brought down deliberately and on purpose. And by the way, I think if it wasn't shot down with a missile, it's precisely because the Russians have wanted to retrieve the debris from this drone, which they probably have done, and it will be taken back to Russia, and it will be dismantled, and the Russians will learn an awful lot about how this drone works and what it does. So I think all of that, all of that, absolutely. But the other story, the other big story, is that we have all these bizarre comments, dangerous comments from people like Lindsey Graham. But for the moment, the two militaries on each side seem to be trying to keep this thing from escalating. So the US isn't saying that the Russians deliberately brought down the drone, though I'm sure that's what they think, and the Russians are playing along. They're saying, well, we didn't bring down the drone on purpose, we engaged in it, engaged it in intense manoeuvres. So the US doesn't want to say the Russians brought down the drone in order to f not to feed the hysteria of people like Lindsey Graham, and the Russians aren't saying they brought down the drone on purpose for the same reason. But if the Russians did bring down the drone on purpose, which, as I said, I am sure they did, they're basically telling the US, look, we mean allowing you to get away with this for a while now, and this is really now going too far. You've been playing fast and loose with us for a very long time. We all know precisely what you're doing. You're monitoring our installations, our military, providing information to Ukraine, and we can only tolerate this up to a point, and we're not prepared to tolerate it beyond that point. And this is a signal to the US of that. Yeah, I mean, the, the US flipped out over a Chinese weather balloon for for a week, and you saw how they flipped out. Uh, the The Russian ambassador to the U.S. 
was called into the State Department to to discuss this matter, and he made the same point. He said that, uh, could you imagine if there was a Russian drone hovering over New York City or San Francisco, what what the reaction would be from the United States? I mean, we know the reaction. We saw the reaction with the with the weather balloon. So, I mean, you know, this this is this is crazy stuff that that you have a, a U.S. drone monitoring Crimea and. And my hunch on all of this is that uh, this drone was very close to Crimea. Very, very close. That's my feeling on this. And the reason I say that is because when this drone was taken down, the story is that Romanian military was called in to try and retrieve this drone. But the Russians got to it first. And this leads me to believe that the drone was much closer to the Russian side of uh, of the Black Sea than it was to say the the Romanian side of of the Black Sea, which leads leads me to believe that this drone was probably hovering right over Crimea and snapping uh, videos and photos of what's going on because spring offensive. That's that's the narrative. I mean, what 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 would any country do if <laughs> if they saw a drone hovering right over their, their their territory? I mean, you have to take action. So this this whole story seems once again it seems like they're 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 going to take this they're going to manipulate it and they're going to use it to uh to provide more weapons or more money to to Ukraine. That, that that's how it looks to me even even though this should be a non-issue this story should be a non-story. I absolutely I mean I entirely agree. I mean can I just say I mean one of the points that I do you know just following from what, what you said I mean, both sides have provided information about the location of the drone. I mean, we've only got their information about where the drone was. Quite probably, very possibly, it was much closer to Crimea and Sevastopol than either is saying. I mean, that would make complete sense. For all I know, it might even have been in Russian airspace. I mean, you know, we, we can't be certain. The Russians, perhaps wouldn't want to say that because they wouldn't want publicly to acknowledge that U.S. drones are invading their airspace in that kind of way. And the U.S. might not want to admit that because it doesn't want to admit that it's actually so actively involved in the conflict. But, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, I don't know that that is the case, but I wouldn't surprise me if that had been the case. And as you absolutely right, I mean, a country like Russia is obviously going to react if something like that happens. And the question is, why did it then happen? Did the United States assume that the Russians were just bluffing? They wouldn't, in fact, dare to escalate the situation by shooting a drone down? Or was it sent there on purpose in order to have it shot down, in order to feed, as I said, demands for more action from people like Lindsey Graham and, of course, all sorts of others? I have to say that... The fact that the U.S. is claiming that it was all, done, all down to military incompetence, that it wasn't intentional, suggests that there are some people in the Pentagon who don't want this to escalate too far and are trying to damp things down. But, of course, you know, this, this story isn't played out. We could be seeing the neocons and their friends once they've, you know, absorbed what's happened and once they've mobilised... Uh, uh, starting to demand counter steps, counter actions, steps to defend U.S. drones or whatever it is, to exact revenge for the loss of this drone, 
things of that kind. So, you know, I don't know what it's going to shape up, but for the moment, as I said, the military, the Pentagon, are trying to calm things down. They're trying to say, well, look, this wasn't really what the Russians intended to do. They just botched it. They were bungled. Uh, they were incompetent, all those usual things. And um, at the same time, that really is a way, basically, of getting away from a proper active discussion of what really happened. Yeah, but I mean, escalate how? I mean, what, shoot down shoot down Russian uh, fighter jets? Is that, is that what, no. uh, what the escalation well, is going to Lin- be? That's what well, Lindsey Graham is saying. That's this what is Lindsey an Graham is saying. drone. Oh, no, yeah. yeah there, there, there was no pilot <laughs> in this drone. It was unmanned. I know. I know. The, the big problem that I have is, is the lies coming out of the Biden White House. Because they are on record many, many times over the course of the year saying they will not provide drones of this type to Ukraine because they don't want the Russians to get a hold of the tech. And here they are flying a drone close to Russia in a war zone where not even Russian commercial planes can fly over this area. Russian planes can't fly over Varonish or uh, Rostov, which is Russian territory. And, And obviously the Biden White House is once again lying. They're lying because they are using these drones and the Russians, so, they, got, they got their hands on this drone now. Absolutely. So another mess up from the Biden White House. Absolutely. And again, I mean, this is the pattern, as you correctly say. Oh, by the way, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's the big story, ultimately. <laughs> the pattern is repeating itself. The Biden White House says one thing and does something completely different. We see drones operating. They're not being used yet to actually launch strikes on Russian targets. I mean, because this kind of drone can do that. You can carry a warload. But, I mean, they haven't used it for that purpose. But, you know, they said, you know, we, we're not prepared to provide it to Ukraine because that could compromise the technology. But, of course, they are operating them. But, of course, under a U.S. flag instead of Ukrainian one. But we've seen that the Russians have reacted as they might have done anyway. Now, whether whether... You know, there really are worries about the technology being compromised. I don't know. But the, the Biden White House says one thing and does something completely different is absolutely the case. We've seen this again with this incident. And of course, it's disastrous because it means that nobody can ever trust them. Well, it also blows apart this whole we're not a party to this war narrative that they keep on repeating. So you just said they're flying it under under the U.S. control, under the U.S. flag. Yes, so, yes. so what is your drone? What is a U.S. drone then, if that's the case? What is a U.S. drone doing flying in a war zone area with well, the U.S. Been a flag? Ca- what is it doing there? Yeah. Well, well it's been, there's been a cascade of comments from Russian politicians saying that, this, that the episode of this drone demonstrates conclusively that the United States is an active and full participant in this war. And, I mean, I am sure that the Russians, in bringing this drone down, wanted to make that point known again to their own people, in case their own people at this point were in any doubt, which most of them, by the way, are probably not. 
So yes, it is. The whole thing exposes, as you correctly say, the, the, you know, the absolutely ludicrous story about the US not being involved directly in the war. I mean, we know that the United States even provides targeting data, that they provide targeting data for HIMARS missiles, and that they tell Ukraine what to strike and when to strike it, and that they control what, to a great extent, what Ukraine strikes against. And as I said, the Russians finally have said, no, this is going too far now, enough's enough. This drone got too close, and we're not going to tolerate that. Yeah, there. You know, if I don't notice to all of this, is that they keep on pushing Russia. Um, yes. More and more, they keep on, you yes. know, poking poking that bear. Uh, you know, it's it's okay for us to blow apart a pipeline, but you guys can't touch a drone that's uh, that's uh, surveilling the area of land that we keep on talking about day after day that we're going to attack and uh, and take over and. And uh, and terrorize. I mean, it, of course, Russia's going to do something, but but they keep on they they keep on yes. poking and provoking, and yes. then they're going to say this is an unprovoked. This was an unprovoked action. Yes, yes. yes. I mean, they always do. That's. I mean, uh, this is always the narrative that's pushed in the United States in the West. You're absolutely correct about that. that is that that is what they do. They, but and this is of course the pattern extending far back before the start of the war itself that you know you provoke the bear you try and get the russians to respond and the russians eventually do respond but that then brings us back to what is in some ways the most important fact about this story not that there was the provocation not that the biden administration has been lying not that they've been carrying out the surveillance, not that they're actively involved in the war, but that there are some people in the Pentagon who are clearly determined not to let the situation escalate. Because again, I come back to that story, that narrative, even though the Russians brought the drone down, the Pentagon is working to try to stifle the story. So if you like, the American bluff was called rather than the Russian one. And there's clearly some people in Washington who have an understanding both of what is being done about the provocative nature of these operations and about the risks and don't feel the risks are worth it and are trying to close this story down. And that's an important fact and it's one we shouldn't overlook. I'm not saying that these people are the ascendant. I'm not saying that these people are going to win out. But it does again point to an increasingly bitter battle going on behind the scenes in Washington. Yeah, this was a stupid move by the uh, Biden White House. But what can yeah. you expect? One yeah, final thought is move that from this... the Biden White House. What a surprise. Yeah, who, who would have <laughs> thought? But, um, thought, you yeah. know, Xi Jinping's going to be in Moscow um, next week, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Twenty first. Take a look at all of this. That's... Is the is yeah is is the date people are saying twenty first of March? Yeah. What, what day? March twenty first of March, Tuesday. first. Yeah, Tuesday. Putin's going to sit down with him. They're going to look. I mean, they already know what's going on. Yeah. This is not going to make uh, make things any better for for the U.S. And all no. it does is once again, it's just going to bring Russia and China even closer. And China's going to look at this and they're going to say. 
Well, there they are again, provoking Russia in this way, and they're going to do the same thing to us. They're going to start yes. flying drones around uh, around China as well. I mean, it's this, this is the worst time for the Biden White yes. House to be doing stuff like this. Yeah, I, I, I entirely agree. I mean, it is it is absurd aggressiveness. I mean, it's it's theatrical aggressiveness, which. Is, is causing a lot of exasperation and a lot of anger and is doing causing a lot of, you know, bringing enemies, if you like, together, potential enemies of the United States together and is not benefiting the United States at all. But the old man and his gang of, well, almost juveniles, one sometimes feels, and the way they behave in the administration don't seem to be able to let it go. They just do this sort of thing all the time. We saw that, as you rightly say, with Nord Stream. We see it with the balloon. <laughs> We've now seen it with the, um, with, the, with the drone. And I suspect, by the way, that the drone went further than other things that have happened. We've had American and Western aircraft operating over the Black Sea. I think this drone got very, very close, as you rightly say, to Crimea. And I think it was sent on purpose towards Crimea, probably with the intention of provoking an incident. And as I said, we're probably seeing people in Washington, other people in Washington, saying, you know, these people are getting dangerous and, you know, we're not going to let this get out of control in the, in the way that they want us they want us to. So, you know, we see tensions, but we see the Biden White House. Well, what was it we said in that video we did yesterday? Attack everybody, everywhere, all the time. That's what they seem to be doing. Okay. We will end it there at the Duran.locals.com. We are on Rumble and Rockfin and Odyssey and BitChute and Telegram. Also go to the Dread Shop, 10% off, use the code. Good day. Take care.